Warm greetings, everyone. I am Shivani Sharma, the co-founder of Meloquent, the marketing society of Sri Aurobindo College, and your host for today as we begin our journey of learning from the budding minds via a talk show, Melody Demystified. Personal branding is the art of becoming knowable, trustable, and likable. Market it right, and you'll ace it. Today, we have someone with us who is doing something that she's really passionate about. We have with us CA and founder of MSB Vision, Meher Sindhu Bhatta, who is a highly motivated and passionate professional with about seven years of experience in management consulting, brand development, digital innovation, business strategy, and consumer plus marketing insights. She has worked at top-tier companies such as KPMG and ENY, as well as startups in London and India. She thrives on challenging projects to develop growth strategies for businesses. She is a graduate from Imperial College Business School and a chartered accountant from India with an undergraduate degree in commerce from none other than Delhi University. Other than her work, she likes to connect like-minded people on anything to do with startups, food, fashion, writing, reading, and traveling. She also mentors young students on how to get a head start in the early years of their careers by planning, by sharing insights with them from her own journey. We have with us Shreya Pujari as the moderator for this episode. So without any further delay, let's start with our very first episode. Over to you, Shreya. Thank you, Shivani. Ideas are worthless without execution, and execution is pointless without ideas. Greetings to all. Once again, ma'am, I welcome you today, and thank you for being a part of this Elokian journey with Team Elokian. Today, we are primarily focusing on personal branding and marketing, and for the same, we have with us Meher Ma'am. Uh, so, ma'am, let's start with our talk for the evening. Sounds good. Thank you, Shreya, and thank you, Shivani, for such a warm uh, welcome and such a sweet introduction. It's my honor and pleasure to be here. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, so, ma'am, the first thing that we all are curious about is your journey from your first job at KPMG to becoming a strategy consultant and a career mentor. What was your path, and what challenges you faced, or how was the journey to you? Uh, sure, uh, Shreya. Uh, well. Um, i think most of you may be knowing that the ca this journey for a ca student is not very easy so i was a, a ca student in my early years as a delhi university uh, undergraduate student also so um, i started working at kpmg when i was just 20 years old you know i was so excited to be a part of this multinational corporation uh, ready to hustle hard and be you know do my best and be fully motivated so those 5 years of working at kpmg were literally i, I always say this they were like my foundation years uh, and they literally taught me the nitty gritties of you know how to communicate with clients how to present yourself better how to uh, maintain those relationships build your network all of that and then after i completed my ca i wanted to do an mba degree and uh, that's why i moved to london and uh, 
when I did my MBA, I switched my field from finance to strategy and brand management. Um, and that's why during my MBA also, I, I interned at startups in, in London because it was a brand new city, brand new, you know, with new ways of working, culture was different, everything was different. So for me also to pivot my career, uh, as well as establish myself in a new environment was was challenging. And uh, yeah, so that's why my, I shifted my focus to strategy and, and branding. And that's how I got my current job as, as a strategy consultant. And, and that's what I do now. Um, and on the side, I started my uh, side hustle, which was like uh, this uh, project to help young kids like you, because I didn't have that kind of support and mentorship when I was, you know, in, in DU and I, and I, I was confused what, what, on what I, what I should do, what I w wanted to do. I had big dreams, but I didn't have anybody to guide me. So basically it was just a platform to have a community to bring people together and talk about successes and failures. You know, a lot of people don't talk about their failures. I openly talk about my failures and I, I want people to be comfortable with talking about what they're struggling with, their stresses, their anxieties, and also like motivate them uh, through my mistakes, through my successes. Um, if I can do it, anybody else can do it too. So that's how it started. Uh, Ma'am, that's really true. Even every day we come across with situations where we have to make choices related to our career, whether it be small choices or big choices, but we know that in the end, they will all lead to that big career that we all are planning about. And ma'am, your page has been such an inspiration. I have been following for so long and even my fellow uh, team members are being uh, randomly going through your pages and it is really, truly inspirational for us. Thank you so much, Shreya. That's so, so, so uh, nice of you to say. <laughs> ma'am, when did it struck you or when did you get the idea to start this MSB version and what basically the same? Uh, sure. Uh, so Shreya, I actually always wanted to do something to help people because I used to get so many messages on LinkedIn, uh, you know, same type of questions like how did you clear the C exams? How did you get through KPMG? How did you move to London? Why did you choose Imperial for, for an MBA? Um, and how did you pivot to strategy consulting? So all these students like, like you, uh, or maybe a little older than you were asking the same type of questions. So I thought if there's similar questions being asked, I guess this is, this is, the generation of digital media right why not use it to actually communicate that same message to more number of people and i chose youtube as my first platform because I, i'm a very visual learner i love watching videos and learning new things so that's how i started it started with like one youtube video and you know i really had to push myself outside my comfort zone to literally sit in front of my phone and record that video uh, but yeah the the messages that i got you know the the positive comments and and the warmth that i got from the audience members it just pushed me to keep making more videos and and from one video it's now grown to like it's, it's like my baby now so I'm, I'm literally like i'm watching it grow and uh i i think it's just been an unbelievably amazing journey and i feel so fulfilled now that i'm doing this and i'm helping so many people mom that's true truly great because sometimes we also tend to just keep things aside like who will start we'll do it tomorrow and things like this like listening to you telling us about this are actually giving us an idea because many of us are actually thinking about content creation as a, as a field for side hustle so that's really motivating to us uh, ma'am how that do you come up with the, yes ma'am <laughs> ma how did how do you come up with the updates or how do you keep yourself updated about what students are currently facing which platforms have you seen that have been the most uh, useful in connecting with students of our age? Uh, I think, uh, uh, Shreya, every, 
every platform right literally like i'm connecting with students on linkedin i'm connecting with them on instagram facebook um and uh, emails i'm having one to one coaching sessions with with my students also so i think uh, there are so many chan channels now to uh, connect with 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 a, with a, with your community with your audience and uh, to answer one your first question is that how do i keep myself updated with what kind of content to create or how to help people i think it's just listening you know you have to engage with the audience so as a content creator you can't just keep pushing content that nobody is enjoying you have to listen to what people want to see and then you have to adapt your content accordingly you can't just think that oh, i'll live in a bubble and i'll just keep creating stuff and throw it out in the universe when when that's not what the audience wants to see right so you have to engage continuously you have to keep having those conversations and seeing what people want to see so i ask my question uh, my audience questions so often like what do you want to see on my page what is what is it that you're struggling with and you know i literally try to see that what are the trends that people are struggling with right now like for example if if you know most people are demotivated during this time at home lockdown etc so i've literally not stopped creating content because i want people to you know shift their focus from all the negativity to something positive like think about your career think about what you know what extra can you do with this time instead of just reading the news or thinking uh, re reading the statistics and all you know it gets depressing so I i'm trying to keep my audience engaged in in other ways so i think yeah you just have to keep adapting to to what they need yes ma'am ma your video ma'am I, i just remember it stuck with me the manifestation video that you did with your husband it it's just with me i have seen it so like a long time back but i still keep reminding myself it is really really very inspiring to just have a look at people who are literally telling us that you are not confused you are just in your career path and you are going in the right direction exactly exactly there's no right or wrong right you'll figure yes. it out when you have to you just have to keep taking baby steps yes ma'am yes. uh, ma'am when you started msb vision uh what challenges challenges you face while marketing it as a personal brand um uh, to be very honest shreya i think uh, like you said you know a lot of you want to become content creators as a, you want to start it as a side hustle i think most of us stop ourselves from doing it because we are shy or we are afraid of what people will think or you know i'm not an expert in this field how can i be talking about this i think that was my biggest challenge i didn't tell my friends of most of my family when i started uh and uh for me not to be able to do that was literally like a marketing block right if you're not even telling your close people then how will the word get out there uh so i think uh, in my advice to everybody would be you know just start being comfortable uh, creating content talking about it even if it's not you know sharing it with 100 people share it with your top 5 people and then 5 ke baad you know move to 10 move to 15 like that dheere dheere you'll you'll start becoming more comfortable with with talking about it and you know your brand is what you make of it the more you talk about it the more people will want to hear from you so as as a you have to remember that you are marketing yourself you're marketing your side hustle you're marketing your your business or whatever it is so you have to do it from day one <laughs> that's my biggest advice because that's something i did not do uh so ma'am uh like you have told us that it is basically the self doubt that is stopping us so was there some key strategy for overcoming that self doubt that you implied while promoting it like when it was a bit uh, like you got a, a number of followers then how you promoted yourself when you were a bit confident that yes it is going in the right direction to be honest with you uh, shreya i think for the first few months i didn't talk about it as often as i do now 
I I was pretty much in my shell, and it took me time to you know be comfortable with my side hustle, with my identity, what I'm trying to do. Um, so I I think for me it was just like automatic one day, you know, one day I just stopped caring about what people think, and you know when you stop caring, the amount of reach, the amount of the type of content you create just becomes so much better because you literally push yourself outside the box and you don't. you don't care anymore so i think it took me a while and and uh, literally i had my my husband used to send the link to all our friends to all our family members please watch her video you know please share it uh, and you know it was all him i didn't even do that the first few months so i think uh, it just happens once you stop caring it just it it's a it's a wonderful world after that <laughs> mom that's really true because there there are many times that we ourselves stop us from doing something that we are really passionate about just for the sake that what will people think or like i come up with some idea what will they think that like aise kuch bhi start kar diya or something mm -hmm. like that so really i even i feel that self doubt is sometimes the biggest uh, challenge that we are facing even as individuals to do something that we are passionate about uh, so yeah. i'm coming to a personal question Uh, yeah. ma'am what does an ideal productive day looks like in your life oh wow <laughs> well see i i'll be very honest like i i don't think every day is going to be 100% productive anyway right you have to you have to remember life is like this like even in even on a daily basis weekly basis you go through ups and downs um so i think for me if okay let's say i'm having a very productive day that would mean that uh, by lunch time i would have finished all the tasks that i had to like my priority priority tasks are done and after that i still use my time to you know like you said you have to how do i keep myself updated it's also about reading articles listening to podcasts you know listening to other creators what are they doing um or you know engaging with my audience so for me that's a productive day like my weekends are all for my side hustle so i'll have one or two sessions like this one every week uh, every weekend and uh, you know for for me this is being productive because i'm engaging with my audience i'm helping you guys in some form or the other so i think it's about being making the most of your time in the morning or whenever you are the most productive getting your priority tasks done and then taking a break and then focusing on the other things that have been on the back burner that you've been wanting to do you know getting them and and sorting those out so for me a productive day would be i think 7 to 8 hours of good good work and then also like relaxing a little bit and reading a book and uh taking it easy as well um uh, i'm like you said like there is this block of when you are not that productive or unproductive in layman terms mam what is your solution to come out of that block like what do you do i think when i'm feeling un unmotivated uh, demotivated uninspired uh, unproductive i i would just say take a break like literally don't do anything kuch mat karo just take some time off go for a walk uh, abhi to wo bhi allowed nahi hai so don't go for a walk go to your terrace take uh, have a cup of tea read a book watch your favorite movie favorite tv show talk to your family talk to your friends chill out i i wouldn't say put pressure on yourself to be productive all the time but yeah you know like once you're done not doing anything you would want to pick it up again and then just remind yourself okay yaar i have something to do i want to do it i've taken a good break and then get back to it i think we can't keep sitting on our study de desk and think oh i am studying when we are not you have to realize that you're not being productive get up go somewhere else uh, to another part of your house and relax and then come back after a good break and another thing i i would really recommend share is like the pomodoro technique which is basically 
focused amount of studying or working for like 25 minutes, then taking a break for five minutes, then focused again for 25 minutes, then another break. So that really helps you. And then, you know, once you're in the flow, then you can be sitting at a stretch of two hours also. But when you're trying to get into the rhythm, short, short time ke karo and then breaks later, later then you'll, you'll get into the flow of it. Ma'am, that's really true because Pomodoro, I myself have implemented while studying or doing some tasks that is very important and I don't feel like doing it. And that truly actually helps. Like th there are many theories that they say, but Pomodoro, even I commit to when I'm doing something. So that's, I, I'll suggest everyone to keep a note of it wherever they are writing. Use Pomodoro for sure. Uh, Ma'am, one thing that actually I was thinking uh, was how was the study and how was the like everything or student body different in India and London where you did your MBA? How was it different? Um, I think uh, the... The method of studying in India is very, very different. I'm sure you, as you kids would know, it's very theoretical. You know, it's not uh, like I remember my classes used to get cancelled so many times because professors were on strike and, you know, you'd come to college and then some, nothing would happen. I guess it's like, I can't even compare it to your experience because you're mostly digital right now. So professors have to take classes. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I just remember like, you know, that that whole practical experience I did not get in my undergrad, even in my CA studying, because it was very like theoretical self-study, whereas here I felt like it was more, you know, learning something and then learning how to apply it in the real world. So it was very practical. It was case studies. We had to go for company visits. We had to do projects in like uh, teams of four and actually come up with like a business idea or like a marketing plan. And, you know, and these people were from different backgrounds and people from different countries and different cultures. So that whole experience was very engaging. I learned more from my classmates than I did from my professors because everybody was, you know, from all aspects of life. It was just a whole other way of learning, I felt. Ma'am, that is true. Even we see that at undergrad level, we are not getting that level of exposure. It is like through these societies and all that we are trying to build something of ourselves. And when strikes still continue, even in online, we are having strikes right now. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, uh, so ma'am, how was your experience as a student? And like, what do you think would have been different if you have pursued that MBA from India? Um, uh, I guess, uh, Shreya, I think that depends on your like long-term goals, right? If, if I wanted to, uh, settle down in India, uh, maybe start a business in India, I would have probably done an Indian MBA. Um, but I would still suggest to everybody who wants to do a master's, I would still say, you know, get at least one year or one and a half, two years of work experience before you do a master's because your master's is like a specialization in whatever you want to do. And until you actually go out there and do some work, you wouldn't know, specialize kis mein karna. I don't know yet, you know, until you're actually applying what you've learned and then figuring out, okay, you know, I have, I have uh, done an internship in finance or a job in finance, but I'm not interested in finance. I want to do an MBA in marketing. You know, you'll at least be able to understand, okay, you know, I'm not made for finance. I want to do something else. So I would really recommend to anybody who wants to do a master's getting some type of work ex. Uh, so I think yeah, whenever you're deciding an MBA school, figure out, you know, what is your long-term goal? What do you want to do after this master's? And where do you want to live? What kind of companies do you want to work for? Do you want to start your own business? So I think my life would have been drastically different uh, if, I, if I would have done an Indian MBA. <laughs> 
मैम दैट इज एक्चुअली ट्रू बिकॉज समटाइम्स वी आर जस्ट एडवाइस टू लाइक जल्दी जल्दी कंप्लीट योर स्टडी सो दैट यू आर गेटिंग अ जॉब अर्ली बट वी डोंट वी वी यूजली फॉरगेट द थिंग दैट वी नीड टाइम टू एनालाइज एंड एक्चुअली थिंक अबाउट वॉट वी वॉन्ट टू स्पेशलाइज इन सो इवन आई थिंक दैट टेकिंग आर टाइम इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट एट दिस पर्टिकुलर स्टेप uh ma'am one thing that i uh, i have seen through your stories and uh, the things that you post is that one of the biggest thing that you have learned uh, in london is that you have learned a lot of networking and you have made a very strong network there so ma'am uh, how do you uh, how do you suggest or at undergrad level we start making our own network with people what do you suggest steps we should take to basically make a, a network of people of like minded people like you have made a network what do you suggest to us or some tips uh, from your side yeah sure sure shreya i i literally wish somebody had told me uh, these things you know when i was in college but i think i think societies like this you know like being a part of such a society organizing events you know as let's say uh, you guys may be the founders or co-founders of of this society you can literally send a message on linkedin to people who are 5 to 10 years ahead of you and say okay listen i have founded this society in in my university in my college and it would be really nice if you can come and give a talk just how you reach out to me you know there'll be so many other people who who would be literally ready to help you as 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 the founders of of a society so i think it's not just about networking within your college but it's also about networking number one with alumni from your college you know listen reaching out to people and most people want to help people from their own university so reaching out to people who have graduated maybe 3 to 5 years before you reaching out to people who uh, are let's say 10 to 12 years ahead of you also you know as as an inspiration asking them for their tips and telling them you know i literally admire your career journey can you please give me five tips most people will reply 10 out of uh, out of 10 i think maybe five to six people would reply to your message and and the third would be also share this is a very good time to network with people from other colleges within du right so there are isec there are i'm sure there are many more you uh, know like forums that have come up like social uh, platforms where you can reach out to these people so i think i think for networking you have to firstly do like a student body networking and then if if you have some interest let's say share you're in, interested in painting or dance or whatever you can join a class or a or a society or a, or a group like this like a club like this where you talk about your interest because that's also a good way to network with people who may not be the same in your as your profession but as your vocation you know you never know what connection comes out of that and i would also say don't network for the sake of it okay i have to know so many people networking is not about knowing people it's about having relationships like strong relationships with these people so you have to take out the time to invest in these relationships you know like how we invest in our relationships with our parents with our grandparents with our siblings you know it's the same type of relationships that you need to that need time and nurturing so similarly like don't just don't be in a rush to just know a lot of people and adding everyone on linkedin or instagram it's about building taking the time to actually getting to know them so that they can help you in the future and you can help them it's a two way it's a two way street <laughs> uh yes ma'am i totally agree because many times we do internships or something and what they offer us is like we'll increase your linkedin followers just do this internship promote mm-hmm. us so we are also actually looking for kind of internships that are primarily focusing on our area which we truly want but many times there are these uh, internships that just go on their promotion so we usually get stuck there also so ma'am one thing that i would like to know like you talked about uh, a class of vocation of our vocation so what is better an experience or a certification in a particular field 
आई वुड ऑलवेज से एक्सपीरियंस श्रेया कितनी भी सर्टिफिकेट्स कलेक्ट कर लो इफ यू हैव यू हैव रियली अप्लाइड वॉट यू लर्न और यू नो गॉन आउट टू द रियल वर्ल्ड एंड लिटरली हैड दोज कॉन्वर्सेशन वर्क इन एन एनवायरमेंट यू नो आई वुड जस्ट ऑलवेज से experience over certification over degree also you know literally we are going to move on to this way of living i guess in india it's just a lot of pressure on collecting a lot of degrees like you said you know jaldi jaldi khatam karo you know we have pressure of getting married getting settled all of that is is there it, it is the harsh reality everybody faces that but i think we will eventually move on to more like experience based learning and that's what it that's how we going to get it's going to all transform you know how everything is available with a click now at the comfort of your home you can learn literally anything so uh, i think it i would always say like just remember that your personality will be developed in the real world so always give preference to experience more than just getting another certificate yes mamam even we have seen that we, like there is more uh, respect for people who have higher degrees rather than people who have more experiences but we as students we are also learning this fact that the experience is the key if you want success even if it is uh, your job or your uh, or your entrepreneurship project anything it is we also truly now have come into a belief that truly we need experience and ma'am that's why we are actually connecting with people like you so that we have a better insight about this uh, ma'am coming back to msp vision uh, ma'am how important do you think with studies or with a job we need, a side hustle should be there like if even if we are doing like a very uh, very educative or a very uh, Like theoretical subject, how important do you think a side hustle is for a student or a person who is in a job? Uh, see, uh, Shreya, I think it's different for different people. Like everybody has different priorities, right? Like uh, if you have five six hours in a day, maybe you want to just spend time with your family in that time, or maybe you want to exercise, get fit. You uh, so everybody's priorities are different. I think if you are like you said, you know, and if you're in a theoretical kind of a analytical kind of a job but you have this creative side to you you have you maybe you're a photographer or you're a dancer or you are a painter so you know in, in the day to day job you know it will start encroaching on you you will start to feel trapped because you'll be like okay no i have to stay in my job because i'm getting a steady source of income I, i'm getting you know it's my financial security but the creative in you will start to literally want to you know venture out and do something so i think a side hustle is a good way to explore what you want and your true interests and literally you can start it from the comfort of your home you know with technology and all i keep saying i i always say uh, shreya that you know your 9 to 5 is for your work for your studying or whatever and 5 to 9 is for yourself so 5 pm to 9 pm should be when you're working on yourself either when you're you know uh, learning a new skill you're doing another course you're networking with people or you're working on your side hustle you're working for your future right so 9 to 5 is for today and 5 to 9 is for the future so i think literally all of us have the time and the ability and the capacity and the tools available to start literally anything we want today i think it's all about pushing ourselves a little bit outside of our comfort zone and being motivated and you know what happens you know when you have this creative outlet your 9 to 5 will start feeling more interesting because okay 9 to 5 i'm going to do my my job and then 5 5 o'clock is my time is when i'm going to do you know what i want to do literally like what what makes me happy this th that's how it started for me msb vision was something i did in the evenings and on weekends and uh, i think yeah side hustles are amazing <laughs> yes mom ma uh, mom ma like uh, 
Uh, yes, ma'am. But first, firstly, I would like to ask everyone if they have any queries to please drop in the chat box uh, so that we can take them up. And uh, ma'am, I wanted to ask you, like, what kind of impact has MSB Vision created on your life? Like, though it is it is very helpful for us, like, but in your life, how that side hustle has actually helped you? So many ways, Shreya. I was uh, two years ago. I when I hadn't started the channel and and the page, I, I was. Uh, you know, uh, sort of uh, not as confident. I think even my confidence has increased over the last two years. Uh, you know, I, I have also uh, seen how much of an impact, you know, one video has made on people's lives. And, and that just feels so fulfilling. I can't even tell you when somebody messages you saying that your three-minute video has helped them and, you know, they keep sending so much love. It's just another feeling altogether. So I think I've literally felt more number one, confident, secondly, more grounded and more happy with what I'm doing and more confident being being myself. Uh, and thirdly, you know, getting opportunities to talk to people who are doing amazing things in their life. You know, I was invited to give a Josh talk. I, it was on my bucket list since so long. So, you know, getting that honor of being invited for a Josh talk. I had a live session with Ankur Varaku. Tomorrow I'm talking to a girl who's Forbes 30 under 30, you know, she's achieved great things in her life. So, you know, just that network that I'm building, I'm talking to amazing humans, uh, people who've done so well in their life. And, and I think, yeah, it's just this journey has literally made me more humble as well as more confident and also be able to connect with uh, amazing people. Yes, ma'am, ma that's really true because I have seen both that Josh, Josh talk mm -hmm. and even the Ankur Sarwala live and both of them were like truly inspirational to us. We Even I have learned so much just by watching videos and going through contents of people because there are many things that we come up. Like sometimes there are some courses, some websites that we actually uh, get to know by these content that you and people like you create and we are really very thankful for that um, and i think we are almost done with the questions if someone has any other questions please drop in the chat box we'll just wait for two minutes ma'am sure no problem ma'am meanwhile uh, people will be dropping in questions i have one personal like question um, oh, sure. so ma'am since uh, you have your work that you're doing there's so much work plus you're doing uh, content creation so and you have your own personal life so how do you manage so many things? Like, how do you manage that schedule? Because personally, I I am really bad at following schedules, so it would really help me. Uh, Shivani, I put everything on my calendar, literally everything. So if I have to have lunch with a friend, it's on my calendar. If I have to shoot a reel, I have it on my calendar. I have to put reminders on my phone, you know, okay, Thursdays I'm going to shoot a reel, Sundays I'm going to shoot a YouTube video. So I think just using your phone to organize your life. So, you know, making your to-do list, uh, if you have an event coming up, block it now on your calendar. If you're, if, you have, uh, if you're meeting a friend or talking to a friend, you know, put it on your calendar. I think just be organized uh, about it and also like, uh, uh, with content creation, Shivani, what I do is I batch prepare content also. So I get ready once, and then, you know, I shoot back to back uh, or let's say I have some, let's say I'm in a, in, a, in a cab or in a car or something. That's the time when I used to, you know, reply to messages, reply to comments. So I think it's just about finding the time that you have, the mini, mini breaks that you have to, to do whatever you want. And also, yeah, just, just planning your next few weeks in advance mm -hmm. always helps. I hope that uh, was useful. Yes, ma'am, definitely. Uh, ma'am, there's a question in the chat box. Uh, Nikunj asks, how to inspire ourselves at times when we feel very bad or low, like these COVID times that are going on? 
that that is a difficult one i think uh, nikunj it's completely okay to you know uh, feel low and feel bad i think uh, we don't have to feel pumped up all the time i keep saying this you know you cannot you cannot be motivated all the time you cannot be productive all the time you cannot be positive all the time so i would just say when you're feeling low when you're feeling down it's okay take the time to heal yourself take the time to uh you know be okay with feeling sad feeling low and also like i think nikunj another way what i do is yaar i cut out all the negativity in my life so there are people who are bringing me down i don't talk to them if there are news uh, news channels that are only talking about negativity i don't follow the news I, i'll be very honest I, unless the news comes to me then i read it or then i uh, participate in it but otherwise i'm not actively reading the news or or watching the news so i think that's what you have to do you have to control your environment you know if there are things that in your life there are toxic if there are people who are toxic maintain distance it's important it's important focus on yourself grow yourself you know become a better version of yourself every day and dheere dheere those relationships or those people that negativity will drift apart drift apart from you because you would be a better version of yourself so just focus on becoming a better version of you like literally do a course watch a youtube video talk to talk to a friend who you know supports you who inspires you who pushes you up you know have be surrounded by positive people and also just uh, watch positive news watch a positive talk watch a motivational talk things that will bring a smile on your face watch a funny video watch friends you know watch big ba- big bang theory you know things like that that will that will make you smile do do more of that than things that are you know watching arnab goswami ki news channel is is not going to help you in any way ramay <laughs> to really agree with you because i think the first step for healing is accepting that whatever is happening that is the first step for healing and uh, i okay ma'am here are some other questions uh, yeah. how do we start how do we as students start building our own personal network uh i think i i talked about this a little bit with shreya i uh, i would just say that reach out to people in your own batch right now like like are you guys what year are you second year are you second year third year what are you ma'am we are like mainly first and second year students okay so see like you literally just starting college right you're in first or second year mm-hmm. reach out to people who are who are in the third year their final year who people who have just graduated and just got jobs you know reach out to those people make the most of your current college network first then second step would be reaching out to other du schools you know net- networking with someone in gargi networking with someone who's in hindu who's in ansraj you know building that network um and then again like reaching out to people who may be 5 10 years ahead of you because it's always good to have someone who's just a little bit senior of you because you learn the most from them and also i think uh, networking is also about uh, you know not just your current network it can also be people who you look up to you know your mentors they, they can be indirect mentors like ankur varaku gary v you know uh, watching my content you know even if you don't have a one on one relationship with these people you would still learn a lot from their content from what they're trying to tell you uh, ma'am one of the co-founders of our society the other co-founder deeksha she has a question being a very dedicated person to the society she asks how as a society how do we grow as a society like how can we grow as a marketing society um i think uh, diksha you just have to keep doing things like this literally what you're doing you're literally on on track you know uh, i think you can be, you can make the most of this time by 
doing one event maybe every weekend or every two weekends you know when things open up things become better maybe you can have events where you come face to face with each other uh, you can have uh, some uh, some event which is different maybe you do a painting class together or something you know something to bond or like a team building activity uh, uh, together you know so like like a meet up so i think as a society you just have to make sure you're getting um, you're staying engaged with your with your members and you're constantly pushing out articles maybe you can share with them on marketing you know this is an interesting thing i read in the news or on linkedin sharing with your with the members of your society they can and you know having that conversation continuously i'm sure you have like a whatsapp group or something sharing stuff on on there you know uh, regularly aaj maine ye suna news mein and this is what's trending and you know just just sharing that keeping that active and having regular events reaching out to people like me who will come and talk to you guys you know i'm i'm sure there are this people who who would love to uh, share what what they've done uh, and help you guys so i think just keep the momentum going use this time to to do more rather than less so you use uh, google meet zoom all all these platforms which are beneficial for us right now make the most of it i will definitely we are trying to work on some events and bonding activities as you stated so i will try to do more such activities Uh, Ma'am, uh, Ishika asked, "What books or sources on personal branding would you recommend for us?" Um, I think there are quite for on personal branding specifically. There is a book called "How to Own the Room." Um, it is basically on how you can make an impact in every, you know, every meeting that you go to, every presentation you give, or like a society event like this, you know. Uh, so how to own the room is something for uh, on personal branding that i really recommend ma'am um, how has uh, this entire covid situation and lockdown affected marketing the entire field of marketing honestly i think marketing as an industry has thrived more than anything else right because marketing is is literally uh making the most of social media making the most of our phones right now honestly like marketing now has just become mostly digital marketing and i think that is one industry that has literally thrived uh right now uh i think uh it's it's a good it's a good time to be uh, if you're a marketer it's a good time to be a marketer because literally there's so much you can do now you can be cross platforms you can uh, make the most of because everybody's on their devices everybody's sitting at home everybody's googling different things so i think as an industry in my personal opinion uh, it's done it's done well it's it's going good yeah because everything has like just come at the tip of our fingers so everything has kind of become easier but at the same time it has become difficult if you see the other way that's so it it's got everybody is doing it so you need to keep being unique you know you, your content has to be different it has to be unique so you have to continuously keep pushing good quality content on a consistent basis uh, and i think all brands will say that that it's become more challenging but yeah they have been able to use uh, different types of platforms to their advantage ma'am suddenly like i had this question uh, like i guess i have noticed that recently there has been a shift uh, for the audience for quantity for quality over quantity of content so like do you agree or what have you observed so far because you are working in this field uh i think shivani it's a bit of both i've seen when i do uh, less number of posts also people unfollow because they want to see regular content but having said that uh, you're right quality is important because there is a lot of competition there are five other people doing what you're doing or maybe 50 other people who are doing what you're doing uh, so I, i guess it's a bit of both you have to 
I think if you're starting out, let's say you want to start something today, focus more on the quantity more than the quality because otherwise you'll keep waiting for perfection and perfection kabhi nahi aayegi, you know, especially in the beginning. You have to push out the content more, you have to do more of it and then you'll learn as you go. Like if you see my first YouTube video compared to my latest YouTube video, there's a drastic difference because I have learned over the years. I've also literally started with one camera phone and, you know, no mic and all that and I've invested in a camera, I've invested in the lighting, you know, over the years. So that's what you have to do. I think initially focus more on putting the content out, quantity, and then dheere dheere work on your quality. Ramam Savi asks, how to be, uh, how to be on the track again, like regarding in our goals? As in, after you feel demotivated and then coming back on track? Uh, yeah, I think that is what she means, I think. Uh, I think, um, Okay, she's saying yes. <laughs> I think if if there are times when, you know, you will, like I said, you know, there will be times when you won't be able to achieve everything on your to-do list. Uh, I think if, if your goals have gone a little bit off track, firstly, like revisit your goals every three months. I would always say like, you know, have one long-term goal. Like you guys, maybe in first or second year, start thinking about what you would do once you graduate. You know, that's your long-term goal. Um, and uh, if, if something goes wrong and if you're not able to achieve your goals, revisit them, see if if you need to change any of those goals, you know, it's important to keep reflecting on our goals because we keep evolving as a, as a human, as people, you know, our goals can change. Like what I wanted four or five years ago, or maybe even four months ago, I may not want today. So it's important to keep reflecting and pivoting your goals according to how you grow as an individual. And if you go off track, remind yourself, you know, like this is, you're doing this for the long run. So abhi agar goals thoda miss ho gaya, it's okay. I'm going to reflect on it again. I'm going to see if I need to change anything. I'm going to uh, find a way to motivate myself and then I'll come back on track. And if it's not motivating you, if your goal is not motivating you, it's probably not the right goal. Your goal has to be something that you want to work towards. It's not something that someone's pushing you to do or something you're doing just because your friends are doing, you know. Then it's not meant for you. If a goal is there and if you want to do it, you'll do anything and everything to achieve it. Yes, ma'am, I agree because I think when we'll be going back once again, reviewing our goals and we'll see what all we have achieved so far, I think that should be itself motivating enough to, you know, motivate us to work harder, looking at how much we have come through and, you know, going through Exactly. I always say that, Shivani, I always say, you know, make a list of your achievements because we just keep thinking about what we have done. There are already so many things we've done, you know, like make a list of the things you've already achieved because that will be a big motivator for you. If you've done so much already, so be grateful for how far you've already come. Uh, yes, ma'am. Like, I remember I a year back, almost a year back, I had uh, my very first webinar like this. Like, uh, and uh, from that time to now, I was so nervous. I'm, I was still a bit nervous, but yes, I look back and I'm like, I've come way far from that. So, reviewing my time she helps us. Exactly. So that at that time, you just pushed yourself to do it. For second time also, maybe you literally have to push yourself. And maybe two years from now, Shivani, you'll be so comfortable that you won't even think twice. You know, like for me also, like when I did my first event like this, I was also very nervous. Yeah? But now I'm comfortable because I've, because I've practiced so many times. Yeah? I've done it so many times. And secondly, uh, I always say like confidence is a muscle that you build. So, uh, you know, you have to work on it. Uh, it, it's not something that everybody is born with. You have to keep pushing yourself and becoming more confident day by day by uh, challenging yourself to do new things and exposing yourself to new environments. I think, ma'am, what you said just answers Ria's question on how to build up confidence. So I think it answers the question itself. 
Ma'am Gauri asks, not everyone gets a job after graduation, so it makes yeah. MBA a good option for everyone. And what should we do about it? Uh, see, uh, Gauri, I agree that not everybody gets a job or maybe not even a good job after graduation. But I would still not say jump into an MBA just because you want to get it over and done with. I would still say like, try to get a job, try to get an internship, even if it's an unpaid internship. I know things are difficult and there's a lot of pressure. But you know, it's, in fact, I would say even in college, like during this time, you guys can be doing unpaid internships, volunteering experiences, you know, sitting at home and making the most of, of this time to add value to your CV, add another thing on your CV, do another course, maybe, you know, if you have extra time, learn a language, uh, if, if you have extra time, you know, because these, these things will help make your CV stronger. And once you graduate, you'll be in a better position than someone who did nothing, right? So if you guys are a part of this society, that's already one thing on your CV. So, you know, make the most of this experience most, most of this time. Um, I think, um, I, I think if, if you want to do an MBA, there's nothing wrong with it, but my personal suggestion would always be, you know, like at least a year or two before a master's is, is recommended because that's when you'll get the most of that out of that program. You learn more if you know, you know, how a company runs, how, how to work in a team, how to report to a boss. You know, these are the things you learn in a, in a job. And jitni bhi padhai karlo, wo sab practically ko milta hai. You know, once you actually are in that environment. So the, you'll be able to make the most of an MBA. What is an MBA? Master's in business administration. Well, business kaise run hota hai? Agar dekha hai nahi, to padhai kaise karo ga uske baad Yes, ma'am. Like, uh, I'm going to come in my third year of college now. So uh, I was going through this, how, you know, the entire MBA process and all of that. So for that, for India as well as abroad, so I noticed this, there is this huge difference. Wherein in India, you know, it's like he preferred completing all the degrees first and then looking for a job. Whereas for abroad, it's usually they require some work experience for like two, three years before MBA because they think he, uh, People who are actually working, they'll need it more because they know the experience and they know exactly what they want. So that we have more use. So I, I actually prefer that more because I think it's what we're doing here is just like uh, mugging up things and not really gaining experience. So I think that is a better choice. And uh, I think that also answers Divya's question that uh, can we go for MBA right after graduation? Uh, Ma'am, there was this question, how can we make an impact on any work that we do? Um, any work that we do, I guess impact is what, you know, you want to make sure that the work that you're doing is of good quality, right? Um, I would just say like, you have to make, to make an impa impact, you have to be unforgettable. Your work, your, your quality of output has to be so good that people remember you, you know, that's what an impact is. So I think uh, to make an impact, you just have to consistently keep delivering, right? You have to be better than everybody else. You have to remember that, okay, at the end of the event, Shivani and Shreya, they conducted a session very well, you know, so, so uh, uh, you've made an impact. So what is an impact? Impact is basically when you are going out of your way to perform more than the ordinary. So at, at, a, at a workplace also, you'll have to do that. You'll be able to make a, make an impact, make a mark, in whatever specialization you have, whatever is your field of, of work, you are going, you are doing more than the, more than the ordinary employee. You are doing more than the ordinary person. That's how you make an impact. I think uh, an impact is all about you consistently delivering quality outputs, no matter what you do. 
ma'am i guess we will be taking this up as the last question uh, the last query we have from the participant uh, how to decide what is best for our career uh, sabi asked like she has a dilemma she is in a dilemma what career to choose uh, and i'm adding a bit to the question uh, there are a lot of uh, aptitude tests that are done so do you think they're actually useful like i took one when i was in 10 and uh, Like it showed my interest was in engineering or some mechanical work, and here I am uh, in the field of commerce and also I don't really know if that works or not. Uh, honestly, Shivani, in my opinion, aptitude tests don't work too much because uh, even I've taken them and I I didn't think they were very accurate. Uh, but having said that, I think I think you'll be able to figure out what you want to do by talking to people who have done different things so you know maybe you're confused ki main banking karu ya main marketing karu talk to people yeah talk to somebody who's in banking who's in who's an investment banker talk to somebody who's who's a marketer who's a brand manager talk to somebody who's in hr you know figure out what what do they do in their daily life and also like i think your early 20s are about trying different things right you guys are so young uh, do an internship maybe in social social media figure out ye karna ya nahi you know I, and i think like for me also you know i was in kpmg for 5 years and and i was very excited for the first one and a half years okay i'm in kpmg i'm in audit ye wo after one and a half years i realized that audit is not for me you know so i i just kept picturing myself in the future and i didn't see myself as an auditor for the rest of my life so i think in your early 20s are also about crossing out what you don't want to do and then finding what you want to do so jab tak try nahi karoge tab tak pata nahi chalega so you know try different things talk to different people do one internship nahi maza aaya kuch nahi hota try something else you know in another different field and then dheere dheere you know you'll get the signs you'll get ha meko marketing zyada pasand hai so you know i'm going to do maybe another marketing internship but in another field so if i'll do maybe uh, you know a pr strategy instead of social media so you know there is going to be different things that you can do in in the, this area of work also so i try i different things until that one thing clicks and then you'll know ke bhai yahi hai mere yes ma'am i agree with you because sometimes if we confuse what we actually want i think we should start uh, trying to figure out what we don't want and we will finally arrive at the answer or whatever yeah. is left so uh, ma'am these were the questions from our participants thank you so much for answering and now we come to the last segment of our session that is the rapid fire round so uh, over to shreya <laughs> So, ma'am, to add a quirky and fun element to this enlightening session, I would like to introduce the rapid-fire round. Uh, in this segment of Melody Mystify, ma'am, you have to answer questions, some of your questions of your personal choices, in a very quick manner, like as quickly as possible. Uh, so, ma'am, let's commence with it. Okay, it's Karan Johar has uh, ruined all our lives. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, ma'am, the first question. What is your favorite cuisine or a food? Uh Chinese I love Chinese food. Ma'am what is your favorite book? The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Everybody should uh, read it I think. Yes ma'am. Or ma'am what was the last book that you were reading or the one you are currently reading? I am reading uh, two books at a, at a time I, I always read two books I'm reading How to Find F- Fulfilling Work. So it's about people who are feeling trapped in their jobs and they want to do something different. Uh, ma'am, the next question: If you could have a superpower, what could it be? 
I think I would want the superpower of being literally able to transport myself anywhere because I would go back to India, see my parents, my family, and then come back here. <laughs> Ma'am, actually, everyone will is actually craving for this right now because we are all at home with the second wave, and we are just like we just want to go to college, even though we are not interested in attending classes or anything like that. But we are very motivated to just go around and go to college right now. <laughs> I'm going to actually never been about classes in the first place. <laughs> you being is looking at it for granted, you know when college opens up for you guys again you make the most of that experience. Right? You never take it for granted. Yes ma'am. Am I moving to the next question? Are you a summer person or a winter person? Summer completely. I love be- I love beach holidays. I love I love the beach. I'm completely summer. But having said that, not Delhi summer because it's like 50 degrees. I mean, European summer, which is like 25 degrees. <laughs> Now the next one: introvert or extrovert or ambivert? I'm an ambivert. Uh, I love people. I thrive on people, but I need my alone time. I need to just sit alone for a bit, even like away from my husband for a couple of hours. We need our need our own time also, you know. So I'm a I'm a little bit of both. Um, um, next is what is your favorite color? I think it's red. And that's a very bold choice because yeah, I haven't I think... seen many people like red color as such. Because usually people yeah. go for little bit pastels or black and white usually. Yeah, you know, I used to be pink, but now I just I feel like I feel more confident when I wear red. So I think it's, yes, it's red. Um, and the next one is, which is the one thing uh, that is currently on your bucket list uh, that inspires you to hustle every day? Like that is on your current list, but something related to your career or your vision. I honestly want to give a TED talk soon, so I'm hoping that happens. That that's that's my bucket list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and ma'am, what about personal life? What bucket list? Uh, what like thing on your bucket list is for your personal life? I think for my personal life would just be you know uh, like uh, travel more. I guess it's difficult for everybody, but yeah, to travel more, try new you know visit more countries, experience new things, um, and yeah, just keep keep absorbing uh, the environment around me. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am, the next one is really a fun one. So, if a movie was made on your life, what genre mm-hmm. would it be, and who would play it? Who would play it? Oh, wow. I would love uh, Priyanka Chopra to play me because I love Priyanka Chopra. I I, I really like her her work. Uh, uh, but I think it would be the genre would be I guess uh, inspirational, motivation kind of a uh, struggle story, pursuit of happiness type, <laughs> the India type maybe. <laughs> Ma'am, we are currently pitching this idea, and we'll all be literally watching that movie. <laughs> Ma'am, we'll uh, make a. उंडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडे
three things I cannot live without. Oh my God. Okay. I'm a chai lover. I love chai. <laughs> so I can't live without chai. I can't live without um, good food. I'm a big foodie. And I can't live without my food. So yeah, three material, three materialistic things. <laughs> uh, ma'am, the next one is, which fashion trend you, you just not get? Like, what, it is too quirky or too weird for you? Uh, fashion trend oh my god there's so many but I don't know if I would ever wear like those uh, tight fitted shorts with a blazer I, I just don't know that's not my <laughs> ma'am the next one we have is which song is a must in your playlist uh, I would say uh, I really like this song called The Good Life by uh, I'm forgetting the name of the band now oh my god. but I think okay no just to answer that question Coldplay any song by Coldplay I love Coldplay and Coldplay is really one of our favorites also. We usually just stick to Coldplay if you want a good song. Whether it be an old song or a recent one, everyone is just so perfect. So, sorry, uh, Shreya, sorry to interrupt, but I have another, uh, I have another live now at 3 o'clock. Oh, okay, ma'am. No problem. No problem. So, ma'am, just the last question we go with. Uh, yeah. what, uh, we would like you to give us a life hack, like basic life hack that you would like in terms of career or life anything that like a last note that you would give to our viewers or i would just say uh, you know just uh, dream big there is no limit on your dreams right nobody's going to come and tax you on your dreams so dream big uh, and uh, don't curb them think as big as you can uh, it's your own little world right so why not dream big so dream dream big work hard towards your goals hustle hard stay motivated and uh, yeah push other people up also like support other people and take help from other people. So I would just say, yeah, these are a few tips from me. Thank you very much, ma'am. That was really a very fun and enlightening session. Ma'am, just the last note, uh, I would like to hand over to Shivani. Thank you so much, ma'am. This was like one of the, uh, like it was a really fun session and it was uh, really amazing to, you know, be able to talk to you about all of this. So, uh, coming to an end with so much information and insights, we now come to an end for today's episode. And we would really like to thank you, ma'am, for taking out some time and giving us such insights and tips. And uh, it was amazing having you. And it was a great, enlightening and knowledgeable session. And I hope that uh, you enjoy the session as much as we did. So... Uh, the page, your page, uh, ma'am, your page will be mentioned in the caption. So if anyone wants to go, please go and check out. The page has great content to go. So now I would like to thank you once again, ma'am. Uh, it was great having you. So stay tuned for the next episode, guys, of Melody Demystify. Till then, take care, stay home, stay safe. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, Shivani. That was really nice. All the best to everybody. And uh, reach out to me on my Instagram page if you have any other questions. I'm here to help you. Take care. Thank you, ma'am.